Folks, welcome to episode 30 of Talking Jacks. This episode is probably going to be pretty quick. We don't have a single question. I think everyone's just sad. Benjamin, yeah. how are you doing this evening? Um, A mixture of sad and mad. I mean, I think I'm more sad than mad. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the yeah. revealing, uh, prevailing emotion for most of our fans. So, uh, mm-hmm. Disappointment it, and sadness, more yeah. so than anger. Hmm. Um. If if the game would have gone differently, I'd probably be mad. Like if we had something to to hold on to, as as far as maybe some, like if the game got away from us or we had some type of hope in the game, maybe I'd be mad. Um, but I, I definitely think it's it's more sadness than madness. Yeah, for me, I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm, I can handle a loss, but mm-hmm. I this per, the per, the per, the performance was just not what it needed to be. I, I don't know. They just they yeah. didn't seem up for it. It yeah. I, you know, it, it, NCFC it, was the more physical team. They were quicker in the tackle. They mm-hmm. were more organized defensively, more decisive. They um, they just seemed like they wanted it more, and we we were pretty tentative, especially after going down a goal. We just we did not respond well to going down a goal, very yeah. much different than we did when we went down a goal against Atlanta and even against Nashville. When we went down a goal, we responded a lot better than we did in this one. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's it's a hard game. I, I watched it again for for some reason. Um, yeah, it was I not any I couldn't easier. Bring myself to do it. It was not any easier to watch the second time. The, the last I think fifteen twenty minutes I didn't watch because at that point it was just. Oh. But um, but yeah, and even the, even the way the game started, it was uh, NCFC not a good start. came out no, and, and and they came out strong as far as NCFC goes with with having a high line. They pinned us back. Um, we we did well in the sense of we were structured fairly good, but we we didn't connect passes very well. Um, defensively, we weren't poor. Um, no, but we there weathered was a the storm of, okay. A lot of opportunities in that first fifteen um, minutes. We, like you said, they came out kind of with their hair on fire. They were trying to get a goal early, put us on the back foot. Yeah. Uh, and it nearly worked. I th- I think. They created a couple of solid chances there. They had that free kick just outside of the box. I think that was in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, which was not a handball. I looked back and saw that. It was basically he, the ball was shot at Donnie, and he put his arms into his body. Yeah. And it hit him somewhere on the on the arm, which, of, of course, if it was a different situation, maybe that's a, a handball. But that I don't know how you can call that a handball. I'm sorry. Um but uh, but yeah, and, and they had a number of opportunities early um, that we were lucky were not put on shark on target. Um, as, they had as, that one that I remember specifically. Rios was kind of wide open and just put it over. Yep. It was very similar um, to the chance that we got right at the end of the half where Calvert put it over. Yep. And, and there was it there was, was a number. Calvert didn't have as good of an angle as Rios had, though. Rios, I mean, really, yeah. Rios really should have scored that one. Mm-hmm. So the game really could have been worse, I guess. Yeah, I I felt like um, maybe not to jump ahead too much, but I felt like going into the 
after the first half was done, I felt like we could have fairly easily been down 2-0, um, 2-1. Um, they, they, they had some really good opportunities. So NCFT, NCFC came out guns blazing um, and everything there. So, so kudos to them. Um, and as the game decided to settle down, things turned a little more normal. Yeah, we had a good stretch for, you know, the last 20 to 30 minutes of the first half was really the best we played the entire night. Yeah. We had some we, we had some so. really good combination play. We got tried to get a little too cute in the box, in and around the box a couple times with some uh, one-touch passing and, yeah. you know, fancy flicks and stuff. But all in all, we, can, we combined really well. We just couldn't make anything of it. Uh, and then, like I said, there was that one chance – that Jorge put on a platter, it seemed like, for Calvert. Did you get that far in the rewatch? Yeah, was that the one Calvert – was that right before? It was like um, in half? the 44th minute probably. It was real close yeah. to halftime. Yeah, that was that one was – you could tell Calvert was frustrated with the way he, he shot that. And I don't know yeah. if it was – it almost seemed like in that situation he may have normally put a lot less on the ball – and tried to just pass it into the net or, or something along those lines. But with Footy Danzo, he made a good move. He he cut off the the ground shot, uh, a low shot with a with a good slide tackle. So he made a good defensive move. But that probably threw off Calvert into him adjusting either in the moment or adjusting to, to make the shot a little higher uh, than he maybe would have liked to have done. Um, and then I know there was another chance we had where Cato played really well too in that stretch. He he, he had, had some really good moments where he was he had a, running a back and forth. Um, he skied one, maybe even farther off than than Calvert. He shot did the one he was equally. trying to curl, and he yeah. hit it, and it didn't even hit the building. I remember that one. Yeah, it. I just um, you you could just tell he was trying to curl it into that top corner, and he mishit it. Big time. Was that the one that he hit towards the right or the yes, left? Because right. I don't think there was two. He that was he on had. the left yeah. trying to curl it into the right corner. Okay, yeah. And it went over the bar and past like the field house. <laughs> yeah, which it is was... impressive in, in some ways. <laughs> um, not in a good way at all, but um, it just, it kind of felt like we were missing that precise pass like we had against. Uh, like we had on that that cross that Johnson had to Herrera that to, to score the second goal against Atlanta, mm-hmm. there was just a little less crispness um, in the first half than uh, than we needed, and and NCFC was far better than I would have anticipated defensively. I think anyone would have anticipated really. Um, they didn't give us anything. I, I was. We also didn't take anything. Like I think, I think there were chances yeah. in the middle of the field. I just, we just didn't have anybody who was maybe not willing, but we just didn't have anybody who could create from the middle of the field. Mm. Uh, Foster made his first start, and he was pretty solid distribu- distributing the ball out wide. With like, yeah. he his diagonal passing is is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. He was putting yeah. balls sixty yards across the field right onto the guy's toe yeah but there was he was a number of times he impressed me yeah but the, he wasn't giving us anything kind of 
forward in that central area area of the field, Jorge is not uh, he's not dropping deep to pick up the ball like Enzo does mm-hmm. or did for us in the past. He's he's playing totally different. We're essentially playing with two forwards. I mean, he he Jorge's listed as an attacking midfielder, but I mean, once again, his average positioning was higher up the field than Calvert. Really? Uh, okay, I haven't even seen that. That's a good. Uh, so that 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 area setup. of the field, that uh, you know, that middle zone, attacking zone is just not there, and there's nobody occupying that space on a regular basis for us. I think that's why we ended up crossing the ball 29 times. I think. Yeah. And only mm-hmm. with only like a 17 percent accuracy. Yeah, you know? not uh, not so great, and that no, that's it, something that's really worth noting that. I thought Vosser was good with passing. He was very quick and decisive. Um, so he de- it was it was nice to see that. But as far as what we've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, that's worked well. That Eckers brought into that that uh, position. Um, he didn't have a whole lot of quickness, honestly, uh, when he had the ball. He he doesn't have the possession skills. Or, or maybe even dribbling skills that yeah, I think, um, I think his dribbling is not on the level of Ekra. Yeah, as far as strength goes, uh, getting through people and and whatnot, he's I would say he's a better passer than than Ekra. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would definitely say that he's far more decisive than Ekra. Um, but it 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 honestly it kind of surprised me that we saw Vosser too. I wanted to see more from him, um, but to see him start in this game. It was interesting. Um, I don't know that it worked is the other thing. Considering what you mentioned, too, as far as the space that was in the midfield, it, it certainly felt like there was a disconnect um, and something missing with him on the field compared to what we've seen in previous games, um, That I would think. And it, it kind of surprised me that he was he stayed on the field as long as he did, considering it, it didn't seem like it was working. Um, that that kind of surprised me. But that is typical Jeffries to to stick with his guy and, and let him kind of play out uh, for longer rather than, than make the switch early. Well, I, I will say Jeffries went to the substitutions earlier than usual. I was, you know, I mean, obviously the one was forced. Yeah. Uh, so that probably, you know, you take off one attacking sub because, you know, no coach is planning on taking off a center back ever. Uh, no. So, you know, you empty the empty one substitution. But, I, you know, I don't know who else you could bring on who's going to change the game. We brought on Zayed, yeah. we brought on Ekra, and of course we had to bring on Sam Vines early. But I don't think you're going to bring on Jordan to do to give you a spark offensively. Uh maybe maybe Ricky Perez. Uh yeah, I, maybe he's I somebody disappointed in it. who can um, occupy that middle attacking space or maybe even Airman for uh Alex Martinez or something. Yeah, but I don't know that either one of those guys are going to really turn the game around. I we just we haven't seen enough of them to know if they're able to do that. Uh, I, I was really surprised Moapi was not in the eighteen. I don't know if that's injury related. Uh, yeah, I hope we can find out because it seems like after a strong start from him, he's disappeared. You know, he didn't play in Nashville and then wasn't even in the 18 against Carolina. So, yeah, he seems like the guy that we all think 
can be that spark off the bench. Um, but when he's not on the bench, it's kind of hard to do that. Yeah, when he's not dressed to to play, he can't yeah, so uh, have I'm, much of an impact. I hope he's not hurt, but I hope it wasn't. I hope it's not a that he's had a falling out with you know the coaching staff or anything. I hope it maybe is injury related and that it's just you know one game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it definitely seems. It's interesting that we had looking at the the substitutions we had available that we did have Acre Jordan and Perez compared to having another. Uh, and I guess Airman could be a, a mid uh, out wide midfielder substitution, but it, it's curious to me to see that many midfielders um, that wouldn't really work too well on the wing. Um, yeah, I think Airman is really the only other guy on the bench. I mean, yeah, you theoretically you could put Perez out on the wing, but you yeah. probably I don't think it would be very successful. But yeah, yeah, Airman's probably you know he can play on the right, he can play on the left, or he can play outside back. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of a utility guy for as far yeah. as those four outside positions. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, I don't know that, you know, we didn't get the chance to see him, you know, because of that, yeah. the Kalenji injury, which really I thought had a big impact on the game. I thought he was having a, a pretty solid game, a good bounce he, back performance. Uh, I mean, he wasn't terrible against Nashville. He just fell down. You know, it's not really his fault. Yeah. Uh, so he just, man, he just had bad luck two weeks in a row. And I hate that for him because he's such a good guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could tell his hamstring went. He he sat down, pointed to his hamstring, and he Tara uh, the the trainer immediately made the you know the universal substitution sign. Yep. So um, I, I don't know if it was just the you know we gave up the goal immediately after that. Yeah, I, it's that was tough. That was tough. I, we don't have to harp on the goal. I I think it, it should have been defended better. Uh, it was just strange because the, no the pass. There was no pressure on the guy who put played in the original pass. Yeah, uh, There's I know nobody it's a, around kind of Duckett, an unlucky really? deflection off of Duckett, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Just seemed like it seemed like nobody reacted well when the ball hit the post. It seemed like everybody re- was watching the ball hit the post and not reacting to it. Yeah, uh, it, it was definitely it, it was odd to me because the pass. I don't know who I, I I don't know what the NCFC player that, that sent it in was was quite thinking or maybe he mishit it I don't know I think he mishit it um, because there was a guy making th- that run and he played it behind him and, okay and, yeah and that's how it got through and and it's unlucky because you know when you look at the replay if Duckett lets it go it probably just goes out of bounds but he he can't yeah. he can't let that go you know it, it just yeah. it just he didn't he didn't catch it all the way and so it. Instead of going out for a corner or a throw in, it just popped right into the path of Rios, and uh, mm-hmm. he he played it well. So I I don't yeah. know a mix of poor defending and bad luck, uh, which you know it happens. It yeah. sucks that it happened two weeks in a row, but yeah, the, the similarities in the two twice games. In one game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know that that. The second goal is bad luck at all, as much as it was terrible goalkeeping. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's <laughs> that's definitely it was it was really strange because the second goal in the moment of I was over by Jack's militia side, so I was about as far away as you could get. Oh well, I had a beautiful view of it, un okay. unobstructed. <sighs> it was bad. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, and, and that's what I was kind of going to say is with the replay, it looked as it looked worse than what I may have thought it was in person. No, nope. where it I, just it was it was bad in person. <laughs> yeah, it was bad in person on your side too. Yeah, it just it was strange because Dykes were. I don't know why he necessarily went to, to knock it over the post, honestly. It seemed like he could have caught it, to me. Yeah, he missed, he, um, he, or punched it out. Yeah, um, it was It was like he couldn't. Maybe he, I think what happened was he was trying to decide whether to catch it or tap it over, and I think he decided at the last minute to tap it over. And he didn't put enough mustard on it. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was caught in, caught in two lines, as they say, and mm-hmm. instead he just kind of, Placed it right into the lap of uh, Lomas, who scored. <laughs> yeah, it and, was. Uh, it was rough. That that was the moment too, which was I want to say that was super late in the game, like eighty fifth. It was eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah. Eighty six minute. Yeah, and that we had some decent chances before that. It, it felt like we were we we obviously NCFC was 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 fairly pin backed. Yeah, we we pretty were, much were holding had them, on the lead and that type of thing. We had them pinned into our side of the field for most of that stretch. I mean, we had corner after corner and a few set pieces in the final third ish area yeah. of the field, but we didn't really. I think we had like one real good deliver, one or two d- good deliveries out of you know six or eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, this team last year was not good with attacking set pieces. No. Uh, We've had decent success at the start this season or more than we have in the past. We scored one corner at least. Yeah. And then we scored off a counter on a corner, defensive corner. So that doesn't really count as an attacking set piece. I can't really think of any. I mean, I guess the direct free kick that Jorge had that nearly scored last week. But that, I mean, that was our really only weapon in, with set pieces last year was Jorge Herrera just taking shots on goal. Yeah, uh, I got gotcha. you. We just were not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, and it it was just, it was missed opportunities. Um, there was some mild excitement when we did see uh, Eamon come on. Um, yeah, but at that point in the game, we, we had already started the... And I don't know if he was brought on because we were putting in all those crosses and maybe they thought, hey, let's get two big guys into the box. So there's two real targets. Uh, it felt like the, the smart decision tactically. Yeah, I mean, um, I was excited to see him. I was I was hopeful that he would give us a lift. It, we just we didn't give him any kind of service. Yeah, uh, I remember one we, we specific were, one. There was a cross he was on the other end of and and hats off to Tambakas. He came off his line and he punched it away from Zayed, who was... Yeah. If if he didn't make that decisive move, Zayed would probably had a goal, or at least a shot on target, which would have made it so we had three, if I'm not mistaken. I think we yeah. just hit the two. We had two. Two of 13, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, we had shots two, on target. they were both by Herrera. Yeah, which... It, it's strange, because this to start the year, we... The, the, the three attacking players that we mainly have uh, being Calvert, Cato, and Herrera were all playing really well. They were all on the same page. They all, when they were attacking as a as a unit there, they made the right pass. 
um, and, and they gave themselves some really good shooting opportunities, and we just haven't really seen it, definitely not in the last two games. Calvert's kind of had two bad games in a row, I would say. Um, yeah, Herrera but, really hasn't necessarily been bad, but he hasn't... Well, Herrera his, was really the only spark we had last night. He he definitely worked his butt off. He 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 tried... He made some good runs, things like that, but there was even a moment where one of his shots on target, I feel like, should have gone out wide to Cato because he was running by his lonesome on the on the wing, and it would have been a. I think it would have been a smarter idea to pass it out there and get a cross in there and see what we could do as far as that goes, rather than the the tough angle uh, near post shot that he did. Um, yeah, I think that one was at the very end of the game. Is that what you're talking about? It was it was very close to the end of it. Maybe yeah. even been before they um, they scored their second goal. Oh, okay, it was right around that time, if I'm not mistaken. But it just, I think Zayed added a dimension to it. He he didn't get much opportunities. Obviously, I mean, there was the pass between an exchange between him and Herrera, where the Herrera's pass to him was just a little off. Um, which yeah. was, I want to say right after he came on the pitch. So that's not necessarily surprising. Um, but he only had six touches, allegedly. I've only seen five on the chop board. Um, but regardless, two of those were in the box. The other three were well outside the box. Did he so take he, the kickoff for the after the second goal? That could have been, that could be the sixth touch. Uh, that may be. That, that's a good point. That could be where they're... those always get you know, mapped. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Why it may not have been mapped, um, which but still, of thirty minutes of play, six touches for your forward is not great. Yeah, not um, not not very good. That's for sure. We just we we had no ideas. We those last thirty minutes, we were just putting the ball out wide and hoping mm-hmm. and and crossing it in and hoping somebody would get get on the end of it. Uh, yeah. It was what we did last year when we panicked, and it seems like it's what we're going to do this year when we panic. We, you know, this game I think was really the first game we've really missed Enzo. Not to say that we couldn't have used him in any of the other games, but this was the first game that that middle of the field was just a glaring weakness. Yeah. I don't know if we need to make some kind of tactical adjustment and just say, Jorge, you know, you need to drop deeper. Or if we need to, uh, maybe give Calvert some time on the bench and say and and plug in Ricky Perez there and let Jorge play as the forward. You know, I don't know what yeah. we need to do, but there there needs to be some some adjustments. I think, yeah, I think we need I, to shake it up a little bit. Um, we've already talked about. I mean, last week we got the question: Who needs to be challenged for their starting spot? I think I think we both agree that it. We really want to see Brandon Miller, especially yeah. after that that howler. I I I think I was even talking to I was talking to a couple people at the game, or at some point during the week. I don't recall when it was honestly, but there was I wanted I wanted to give Dykstra the benefit of a doubt because he's had a couple um, difficult times to to stop the ball. I mean, there was the time the the goal against Nashville where he was shielded and it was a tough tough mm-hmm. break for him to try to to save that there was the deflection johnson had um against ottawa um and then there was the third uh own goal by jungsu 
So that's yeah. three goals where that's that's gonna be tough for anybody to save it. But he just he doesn't seem to he didn't seem to put himself in very good positions to make a save. And then when it comes down to making the saves, he doesn't he's not quick enough to make this to make the save essentially. Um, and, and it may be me unfairly comparing him to Mizell that consistently it's bailed us out not, a it's lot. It's hard not to um, compare him because yeah, that's what we have to go off of is we had a really good keeper last year and uh, we thought maybe we had signed a solid replacement in Brandon Miller, but we haven't seen him yet. I don't yep. know if he's still recovering from injury or if they've decided that Dykstra's the guy. But I think if that's the case, I think they need to give Miller a shot. Um, I think so. Um, what, if he is not fully healthy, when he is healthy, I think we definitely need to give him a chance. Yeah, I, I agreed, um, agreed there. I mean, he's on, he's been on yeah. the bench, so I just assume he's healthy. But maybe it's he's on the bench because as is an emergency, you know. But yeah. I would think if it's if he's not healthy, I would think they would put Kyle likewise on the bench instead. But mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know yeah. what to make of it. It's uh, it's hard to, because you don't want to speculate too much, of course. But the only other main position I say that, um, because like I said, I don't I don't mind what Vosser brought to the to the game. He he was very decisive as a passer. Yeah, and and, um, and with his long passing ability, I think he does fit what we're trying to do at times. Because yeah. I mean, like like I said, he he put several passes, you know, long diagonal balls to a. Joel Johnson making a run. That's a useful mm-hmm. thing for us. I think. Yeah. I have no issues with that. I wouldn't mind seeing Jordan get a cha- another chance though. Uh, yeah. Or Ekra. You, you know, those, I, th- I think that position can be fluid based on who we're playing and mm-hmm. what, what the game plan is going to be. You know, if we're yep. going to need somebody to really spray passes around the field, I think maybe Foster gets the nod. If we're going to need somebody to dribble, uh, and be strong on the ball. It's Ecker. If we need a more defensive presence, it's Jordan. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm okay if that's if that's the game plan. If if, if yep. it's not like a set in stone guy every week. Yep. Um, other than that, I hate to say it, but Alex brought nothing to the game. Yes, over the weekend he um, and he from the get go was the very beginning of the game. He ran over to Deleuze and he he shoved him. Um, it it kind of puzzled me. I mean, tactically, it, it, it's hard to know what Jeffries was was really doing, but it, it's curious to me that um, Alex and uh, Cato were flip flopped um, <clears throat> because Deleuze is a very vocal player. Were they I mean, started? Were they f- flipped to start the game? I thought they Alex were. started on the left. Uh, no, Alex was on the right. Oh, okay. Because um, when he ran, he ran up to to Deleuze and yeah, no, you're right. Him hard, you're, but yeah, it, you are right because yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But the only thing I can think of is it, it seemed to be puzzling to me because, of course, Alex is a very vocal player. Deleuze is a very vocal player, evidently. I mean, this is the most I've seen him play, but he he you could tell he was very vocal. To so to put Alex in a situation where he. He, he's going to get antagonized, which, like we saw, um, didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. On the flip side of that, though, Cato's speed against Stephen Miller's s- lack of speed, essentially, or quickness, makes yeah. a lot of sense, too. 
So I'm okay with it. Um, but Alex from the get go, like we've seen a couple times, has just not been playing soccer very well, and he's been um, very easily riled up. Um, he's been it, in his head is, almost. Yeah, um, and it. I mean, he got the yellow card in the the seventh minute. Oh, wow, the seventh minute. I was expecting it at least to be in the teens. No, it and was very, very early. Quite frankly, after watching it um, on replay, it was very similar, if I'm not mistaken, to the the tackle he had to get a second yellow in the Rochester playoff game last year. And honestly, if that tackle happens in the 50-minute or less time of a game, it could be red card, honestly. Um, and that's not even necessarily an Alex Martinez referee targeting him type situation. It was a double-legged tackle for no reason, um, especially in the seventh minute. There's no need for that. It doesn't add anything to the game. And a- Alex should know at this point that he can't put himself in that situation because he's going to get carded. Um, and yeah. it, and it's, it's going to put the team in a situation where he's a liability. Um, but Sadie agrees. And it's... <laughs> the third member of Talking Jacks um, is in confirmation of that, and it it just it felt like there was at times where he just was not as decisive as he needed to be um, on the wing, um, and he took he took a shot that didn't need to happen. Um, it was was what a good bit off um, towards the top of the box. I hate to say it, but he 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 hasn't earned his his starting position at this point of the season. I, I feel very strongly in that sense. Um, even if he had been playing moderately well, he's been he's had a chip on his shoulder very early on every single game, and that does not help anything. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah, I just, um, he's got to figure yeah. out how to channel that emotion. And, and mm-hmm. find some restraint. Because yep. like you said, he was, and, and like he always is, he, maybe more than anybody on the team, hates NCFC. I don't know if it's because of his, this time he spent there, the brief time he spent there, maybe he didn't get along with, with uh, Colin Clark. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, but he, you can tell, he does not like them. And yeah. It just baffles me that somebody on on the coaching staff or the roster doesn't, you know, just talk to him right before the final was or the, the 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 kickoff and just say, hey, like keep it, dial it down a notch, stay mm-hmm. under control because he, like you said, he went flying into that tackle in the seventh minute, got himself a yellow card, and that puts him that that takes him off his game for the rest of the for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Because he is a physical player, but you can't be overly physical if you're on a yellow card. No, especially like you said, it was a completely needless tackle. It's not like he was. It's it's not like there was any threat. It wasn't a professional foul or anything like that. It was just a reckless challenge in our half of the field. You know, like you said, for no reason. So mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just it's happening too often this early in the season and there's not been enough production on the back end to 
make up for it. Yeah. Like I thought I thought he he did okay after that, but I thought he was trying way too hard to make up for that cuz I think he maybe realized that he made a mistake. Uh but I think he was then after that he was he was in his head. He was trying mm-hmm. to make up for it. He was trying to like you said that shot that he took he was he was he overthought that so much, you know, if you're going to take yeah. that shot from outside the box, take it with some conviction and he kind of tried I think he was trying to lob the keeper. It, really? Okay. It was like he got under it. You know, like he he just seemed like all night he was in his head. He couldn't decide whether he was going to uh try to score himself, which I, I I just don't think that's his strength. No. Uh he's so he's much better when he's assisting and creating than when he is scoring because yep. he, that's just not he's just not a he's not a finisher. He doesn't find himself on the end of plays very much. Yeah. But what he can do is draw defenders. He's a, he's a good dribbler, so he can draw yeah. one or two defenders, beat somebody one on one, and then make a good pass. It just seemed like he was he was in really indecisive last night because, I, like I said, I think he was yeah. in his head. He, he was just yeah. too much trying to make the killer play when just a simple play would have done. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this too: he had a couple really good moves last night. Um, he always to, does. I mean, he's a yeah. he's a very talented player. Mm-hmm. He's just got to figure out the mental part of the game. Yeah. And, and more so. Cuz I mean as he, much, he has he last season he was really solid for most of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this too is in this I know originally when I had heard or seen that he had played a central midfield position I want to say against the Columbus Crew or one yeah, of the preseason in that first games. Yeah, preseason game he did, yeah. He started I was, beside I forget maybe Kevon yeah in, that, in the central midfield yeah I was very speculative to see how that would work but based on what he is how he has been playing essentially because he just doesn't seem to fit on the wing in comparison to Cato I wouldn't be disappointed to see him start in the central midfield I, and have that's a, a Kai Vosser on the wing that's a good honestly. point maybe um, put him inside and put Airman or Mwapi in yeah. his spot on the left. I think Kai Vosser, because Kai Vosser had really good chemistry with with um, with um Joel. If we would have, because as much as Vosser is not quick. Um, yeah, I don't know about him on the wing. I just, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah. It's I, tough because Alex, our midfield is already congested enough to begin with. Um, I do feel like Alex has some skills to to make the starting 11. Um but at the current point I'm I've I'm not a big fan of what I've seen this year. Um as as a whole package. Um yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what else to say about that honestly. Yeah, um, I mean it's tough because uh, to an extent we don't know what we're talking about, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't want to because, like I said, I, I still love what he brings to the table normally. Yeah, when I, he's I on his game, he's one of our early. top three or four players. I think that's one thing that I'll definitely take from this game and the season we've had so far. We've had a lot of shuffling. Jung-Soo has been injured off and on. Kalenji um, injured. Yeah, which is going to be... Cool. I'm telling you it's what, I'm so be glad awesome. we're off this weekend. 
with yeah, all the couldn't injuries have come at a better time. and the and this the dis, <laughs> oh, wow. disjointedness of of the the way we've been playing. I mean, yeah. just nothing was fitting well last night. It was like, uh, I don't know. It was like just the puzzle pieces just were not fitting together. No. Uh, but like you said, it's earlier in the season. I think, you know what? I think I was thinking about this earlier. I think really, if you just take out those first two games and look at these, the next three, that's kind of a typical independent start to the season. If you just take out the first two games, because uh, clearly those opponents are on a different level in a bad way than the the next three teams we've played. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's pretty clear that those, that Toronto and Ottawa are not going to be very good. Ottawa might turn it around because they have a new manager and they're just, they're learning a new system and all that. They lost again over the weekend. But though, at the so, well, yeah. at the moment, they're not a good team. Yeah, uh, I, I see what you mean, though. So if you just say we start the season at Atlanta, then this starts to look very similar to previous seasons, where we kind of struggled the first three games. So yeah. maybe let's just kind of try to start fresh with Indy Eleven. We get this week off. Uh, maybe we can get some guys fit. I, you know, I, I really want to see Junk Sue again. Because I think I really do think they brought him in to be the starter beside Duck. I just don't. I don't think you bring in a thirty-eight-year-old with all that experience uh, and and work. You know, with all that stuff to not to not play him on a consistent basis. So I want to see that experiment play itself out. Uh, you know, if they want to juggle around with the midfield and the the front line, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that we kind of just. Just kind of not not quite hit the reset button, but just take a step back. You know, we've gotten we've gotten seven points from five matches. That's not terrible. We're yeah, in an okay. We're like. in an, it's not what we like, but it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. We still have, you know, twenty seven matches. I can't. Are we playing thirty two or thirty four matches this year? I can't keep it straight. <sighs> I think it's thirty four. I think um, it is. I think yeah. So we have 29 matches left. Yeah, there's a lot of time, and, and and as we've seen with this system, the way we like to play, it takes time. You've got to get this chemistry right. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out what your who your best eleven are. I, that's another thing to keep in mind is we haven't seen a fully healthy best starting eleven. Right, and we had you know Donnie finally got to play left back, and looked pretty sharp, but then he immediately had to come play center back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just, you know, it's tough. So yeah, I, it will be interesting to see how the next three games play out, though, because it will be a better opponents. Um, Indy Eleven, I have not seen other than on highlights when they're playing on a football feed that field that looks terrible. They I to, looked pretty sharp against Nashville. Yeah, that they yeah they they they've looked really good. Um, I watched most of that game. Did you? Okay. Did. Mm. Uh, I was testing out ESPN Plus. Uh, I, yeah, I finally in, got up it to in work. High point. Oh yeah. Yeah, nice. we were up in High Point for, during the day yesterday, so I was checking it out. Uh, they look they looked pretty good. That that field is weird though. Playing in that I stadium, the ball. The takes, thing I noticed too is that it's weird to me. First of all, the fact that the end zone is there it looks terrible, but it's only on, <laughs> it's one, only on side. one side. That's it's what like, I noticed it's today like they when got, I was looking at highlights. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they why is it on one side? Got, I don't know. It's like they got tired of erasing the paint and they were just like, 
All right, we it's off the it it it's off the path. Screw they it. Ran we'll out of eraser. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Indy Eleven looks to be a pretty pretty strong team. Um, Charleston, maybe they're not as bad as we think they are because um, I don't think Tampa I mean, Bay just, just got destroyed just by too New York. Er, it's too early so, to know. I don't, we don't know. know it, nobody. We can't. You know. That's what we've learned after this week. We can't tell who's good and who's bad yet. No, we need I saw ten, ten to twelve game sample size to kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I feel bad for the USL show people that are going to have to rank the, <laughs> the teams. Um, I don't feel bad for them. That's what they signed up for. But uh, you know that pretty much wraps up this game. I don't know if you want to – we don't really have any questions. The only person yeah. who responded was uh, Wesley Riley, and he said, no questions, just want to see the team play the way we were supposed to play. Well put, Wesley. Well put. Yes. I will say, shout out to Wesley. He brought a big crew to the game last night. Did he? Yeah. Really cool. So. But uh, yeah. do you have anything else to add before we wrap this one up and say goodbye? No, I, I don't think I do. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add to that, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. Just uh, thanks for listening and keep up the support. Thank you. Uh, we love the team in good times and in bad. I think we said mm-hmm. that last week, but it continues to be true. Yes. So I, 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 I still had a good time. If you take the result out of it, I, I, the atmosphere was nice. Yeah. Uh, it the attendance figure feels low uh what was it at maybe, i didn't even actually look at it it's like 2300 which a sellout what? last year was like 2642 or something but i think this is i think the website has it listed as let me pull up the exact number yeah 2264 uh, so we were about 400 short of a of a complete sellout i don't know if it was just everybody was sitting in their seats the vip people but that middle section was completely full on the camera side, and it almost never is because that's the VIP section, and they're yeah. almost always up in the VIP area uh, on that balcony. But I don't know. It was loud. But you know, shout out to OCS and shout out to Jack's Militia. They were they brought it. Tell you what, mm-hmm. Jack's Militia was was loud and and uh, they were great. It was great I don't- atmosphere. I don't want to throw shade, but I will. Um, <laughs> I guess this isn't shade. This is just an observation. Um, towards the middle part of the game, I could hear Jack's Militia louder than I could NCFC, and I was closer to NCFC. Fans, that's what I'm referring to. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but they were really loud, though. Hats off, like I said on Twitter. Hats off to uh, OCS for making the trip and being loud and banging the drums. Um they have nicer yeah. drums, so let me say, get your Jack's yeah. Militia Charlotte t-shirt and scarf package so that we can buy nicer <laughs> drums for Jack's Militia, because their drum was a lot louder than any of the Jack's Militia drums. Yeah, there was. It was I think a it's just they were just tone. they were just nicer. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, it was a deeper tone, that's for sure. Um, but it was fun. It was. It was a good atmosphere, and uh, I hate that our next NC Derby game is in August. I don't hate it. I'm kind of glad. Be nice to <laughs> nice I mean, to have a break. Yeah, nice to not deal with that for a while. Yeah, it's it's really draining. It is. Um, I yeah. I'll, I'll be ni- I'll be glad to go back to just normal games. 
<laughs> back to normal Twitter for a little while. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, tw- the Twitter battles never end. I try to just ignore it. Yeah. But... <laughs> so thank- again, thanks to everybody for listening. Seriously, check out that Jack's Militia new t-shirt design. Uh, yes. It's pretty sweet. I, I, I'm, I haven't bought mine yet, but I'm going to shortly. Same. Yeah. So, uh, I guess this probably does it for uh, talking jacks. Until I guess the next episode will probably be a talking jacks extra prior to the Indy Eleven game. It mm-hmm. is to be determined if I will be a part of that episode or not because that's like two days before my wedding. So, yeah, I don't know if this is the last time you guys hear from me until like May, the second week of May. I hope you all enjoy the rest of April. Um, yes. and it, maybe I'll talk to you again soon, but I don't know. Figure that out. TBD. Anything, TBD. Anything you'd like to add? No, I, I can't, uh, I can't think of other than better is yet to come. I believe. Um, I don't, I don't think this will be, um, a continued theme for us. I completely agree. We'll get better. Yeah. Uh, the team will gel. We always do. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, follow us on all the socials. If you can't find us, uh, just t- email us. <laughs> Talkingjacks at gmail.com. And we'll send you all the links. <laughs> yes. So, uh, signing off for a couple weeks. We'll enjoy, everybody enjoy the bye week. And mm-hmm. have a great week. Come on, you Jacks. Woo! Woo!